Yes, I knew Sister White. We will not fear. The kingdom is alive. The kingdom's on the move with the poor and the meek and the hungry and the lonely. I'll never forget it. Uh, welcome to Adventist Voices. I'm Alexander Carpenter, and I'm honored to be talking with composer Ernesto Herrera. Thank you for talking with all of us today. Thanks for this invitation. So where are you right now? Well, I'm in Riverside. I'm, uh, I'm a study at La Sierra University with uh, Oriol Quintana. And where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in Cuba. It's my my beautiful place. <laughs> nice. I've uh, spent um, about 10 days in Havana and around the uh, countryside as well. So it's a beautiful country and uh, I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah, uh, how did how did you when did you start studying at La Sierra and what brought you to the US? Well, it's a long story because for Cuban people, it's hard to get here in the United States. But thanks God, I came three years ago and I started uh, studying at La Sierra uh, one year. Uh, I couldn't study in Cuba, music. Um, but thanks God, I got the opportunity to study here in US. And um, what what is it about music that you enjoy um, that that you've made a career out of it? Well, uh, I really enjoy a lot of kind of music, but early music, it's one of my favorite and romantic music. And what is it about romantic music that draws you your attention? Well, uh, I love uh, Brazilian music, but I love uh, Cuban music as well. And let's talk a little bit about uh, Cuban music. Uh, I've, in the brief amount of time that I spent there, you know, I went to a jazz cafe. I was walking through the streets. Um, you know, Cuban um, attention to music. There's a really famous documentary about Cuban music, uh, which I can't think of right now, but I'll try to remember. And I'm curious what it what it's like to grow up in Cuba around all of this music. Well, it's interesting because if you can hear my music, you can feel all this um, tasting around my music. So in Cuba, there's um, a lot of music around the streets. When you grow up in Cuba, you can sing when you are uh, a boy in, in the streets, uh, in the school. So uh, when you grow up in Cuba, you have a lot of experience about the Cuban rhythms. And I brought all those Cuban rhythms and I put it onto my classical music. Nice. <clears throat> um, did you grow up Adventist in Cuba? Yep. Uh, what was it like growing up, uh, going to Adventist churches? Did you like the music in Adventist churches? Yeah, I, I love the Adventist music. I learned 
there. But it's a little hard because Advent, the idea of the Adventist in Cuba, it's you can learn other music. You know, it's it's hard to learn another styles, another genre. Uh, even the Cuban music, it's not allowed into the 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 church. So it was a little hard to go out and learn uh, those styles. Sure. The documentary I was thinking of is um, Buena Vista Social Club. Have you seen that film ever about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, really classic work. Um, so you're growing up in Cuba. You're going to church. You're also enjoying music with a little bit more rhythm. You also like classical styles, romantic era. Can you talk a little bit about what you want to do after you're done at La Sierra? What are your plans for your career? Uh, I love writing music, but I also love conducting. So my idea is uh, to have uh, a group, a choir, and to write for them. And so. Wow, that sounds great. Music, yeah. And uh, I met you through um, Rick and Gail Rice. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, how do you know them? So uh, I came to, <laughs> to California. I didn't have idea about Rick and Gail, but uh, through uh, Ariel Quintana, it's my teacher, and he brought me here to California. He uh, introduced uh, uh, this uh, amazing family, and I'm living with them right now. Great. I've been to their house several times. It's a beautiful place. You're very lucky. Beautiful place, and they are a beautiful family. They are amazing people. Well, they've been a long time part of the Spectrum Adventist Forum uh, family and community. And so it's great. We welcome you as well because we love the arts. We love uh, um, thoughtful musicians and beautiful music. Let's talk a little bit about some of the music that you've done. Uh, recently, I listened to All Tears, which I think was performed at La Sierra earlier this year in January, which you wrote based on um, Revelation 22. Um, would you mind just talking to me about the ideas that you were trying to express there? I started writing music. And I didn't have idea how to write music. It's weird. I think it's uh, gift from from god so the first pieces that i wrote i i just asked to my conductor in cuba to for help so she helped me and i started writing music so this piece all tears i wrote this piece for uh, uh her uh, father funeral so uh she is She's not Christian, but after I wrote this piece, she started to think about God. And she became in Christian after that. I'm not saying that my music uh, have the power, but God, yes, he has the power. And I think he talked with people through my music. Thank you. 
Hmm, beautiful. Let's talk about a couple other pieces of music that will then play uh, after this. What else um, would you like folks to listen to? Okay, so uh, one of my favorite music pieces is Agnus Day. Mm, yes. Agnus Day is, is uh, it's interesting because it has uh, jazz influence, but it also has Cuban influence. And uh, the way that I wrote this music, it's early, uh, uh, like a Renaissance style. So it has a influence of these three, um, of these three, and uh, I think it's a beautiful piece and can touch the heart of those who listen it. Great, uh, Enus Dei, Lamb of God, a part of the Latin Mass. Mm -hmm. Oh, for you, it sounds like you're interested in kind of. Um, fusing different traditions together and different musical ideas. Can you take us into your mind um, and let us know what it's like to, th to hear the music as you're composing it or to think through the ideas? What's important for you? How do you know that you're, you're on to something good? Yeah, the most important for me is the test. First of all, I choose the test and the test say me the music. So Lamb of God. So I, I, I am always I am always trying to express what is Lamb of God uh, about the scene, please. So so all the tests I I am trying to describe through my music the test. So I think that's the most important. Nice. It's very Adventist of you to start with the yeah. text the scripture and then draw out of the metaphors and um, you're doing some exegesis there musically. Yeah. Would you mind talking about another work that you've done? There's another work uh, that I think is important in my career is Ali Ali Lama Sabakhtani. It's important for me because those words of Jesus uh, you know, in the in the cross, it's unbelievable. It's amazing because Jesus is asking uh, to mm, his father why he's for, forsaking me. So uh, I tried to write the the feeling what what Jesus is uh, feeling on this moment. So I think uh, it's a beautiful and powerful piece. Uh, but it also um, uh, it it also has my feelings because there was a time of my life that I feel like Jesus, uh, you know, uh, mm, separated no, from yeah, God. separated not too close from God. Hmm. Sounds like you're putting some of yourself into the music. Of course. As well. Of course. Yeah. Is there another work that you have written that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, there's a lot of of works, Cuban music, because I, I I'm I'm not just write for um, classical music. I write uh, Cuban music, uh, different styles, and not um, secular pieces. Yeah. 
So is there a secular piece that you have done that you're that you like? Oh yeah, I wrote uh, a secular piece for my teacher in Cuba, my conductor in Cuba. His name is Leonor Suarez and she is the first person who believed in me like a musician because I couldn't study music in Cuba. So she believes in me and I started writing for uh, her choir and I sang in this choir for 10 years. That's, that's the reason because I learned a lot, a lot uh, about voices, about choir. Hmm. Uh, beautiful. And what's the name of that work? Ella. In Spanish, is she. She, yeah. I wrote this piece for her birthday. Hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you. It's been good talking with you. Maybe the last question I have is, as you're um, thinking about your career and your faith, you explore sacred music, religious mm -hmm. music. You explore secular music um do you find that that some do they all are they always separate do you find that there's sometimes um a mix between the sacred and the secular oh i think uh i would like to uh to mix them because there's for me there's no secular music there's no you know uh so the sec the uh, secular music, it has a different test from the uh, sacred music, but the secret music, it has the same music that the, you know, so I would like to miss them because there's a, there's a lot of things, musical things that can improve uh, the music. It's a great idea, the idea of mixing the sacred and the secular, because as many theologians and philosophers point out the division including paul tillich the division between the sacred and the secular is artificial in fact god is with us in many ways in many ways at all times and there's a different tools uh, from the music that we can use inside the church inside the uh, the the music that can improve the, the peace yeah do you have a favorite hymn uh, yes, I do. Uh, so it's, I don't know how to call it in English. Spanish is fine. So uh, it's, uh, en el seno de mi alma. Well, it's been good talking with you and, um, thank you very much for talking with the Spectrum community. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. Uh, for this beautiful time together. Mm -hmm.